Well, good morning and hello to all our family and friends, Catch the Fire family in Raleigh and the Triangle region and around the world. Wherever you're watching today, we just wanted to greet you. And for those in North America, US and Canada, we say Happy Mother's Day. We also say Happy Mother's Day to those women and mothers that we can celebrate around the world too. But we want to just honor you today, mothers. You do an incredible job. I'm a mother. I know the demands of being a mother, but sometimes we're unsung heroes. But mothers, grandmothers, those of you that are single mothers, those of you who've been divorced as mothers, those of you who've raised children alone, and those of you that have been aunties and sisters, we want to honor you. You have been there. You've been a faithful mother. You've been there during the night, getting up for feeds in the night. You've been there raising your children, gathering them together, feeding them, providing for them. We just want to honor you and celebrate you today. And we want to say for those of you who've struggled, maybe you've lost children, you've longed for children, that may the Holy Spirit just come and celebrate you. And for those of you who are wanting to be mothers, we just we just pray that the Holy Spirit will give you the desires of your heart and in his time you will fulfill that promise. And finally, we just want to say thank you to all our spiritual mothers around the place, mothers in the faith, maybe our own natural mothers or friends, ones that have prayed for us, longed for us, really cheered us on in life. We just want to celebrate you all. And we want to say a shout out to our spiritual mothers at Catch the Fire. You know who you are. Um, you've poured in. You've encouraged the young and old. And um, it's just such a great time just to honor. And although we can't be together in person, and many of us are not able to do brunches and Mother's Day celebrations, we can still know that God is with us today in everything we're doing and we also want to say, men, thank you for honoring the women. Thank you for honoring the mothers, the mothers in your life, your own mother. You know, it says if we honor our father and mother, it goes well with us. And we just want to say thank you for making room for women to be equal partners with you, husbands, that they're equal partners. And, you know, so often as mothers, we just feel that we don't hit the mark, don't we? You know, we feel we make mistakes and, you know, there's no time like right now when we're with family and things are being triggered and then we're down on ourselves, we condemn ourselves. And, you know, it's so easy to listen to the voice of the enemy um, rather than hearing the truth of who we are in Christ Jesus. And today we're going to spend some time looking at what it means to really focus on Jesus and allow him and his righteousness to be what leads us. So right now, Father, I ask all around the world, those that are watching locally and those that are watching far away, that you would just come and fill their hearts with this message, that you would encourage them today, whether they're mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, that you would fill their hearts today, that your word would penetrate deeply and you would just come to them in their living rooms, their homes, if they're sat out side listening to this as a podcast while they're outside in the fresh air, 
wherever they are, Holy Spirit, would you come and minister to them today and let your word transform our hearts. Thank you, Lord. Well, I want us to turn to Proverbs 28.1, and this is a favorite verse of, of Duncan, my husband. And we know this, this verse turned around, but it actually reads as the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. And we've heard that phrase, that we're bold as lions. You know, God has created us to be bold like lions. And so often we say we're bold as lions, but the wicked flee when no one pursues. And what that passage is saying is that if we don't realize that we're created to be bold like lions, we can often flee at the slightest bit of fear and possibility of disaster when actually no one is pursuing us. And you know, we have our natural enemies, but there are enemies to our mind, enemies to our soul that want us to, to cause us to flee in fear and retreat instead of being bold as a lion. And Duncan and I had the privilege recently before lockdown to go and see the Lion King in New York City. And it was an incredible performance on Broadway, um, such a treat for us, actually. And there was something about seeing um, these lions who were bold, and they took their place, and they were called the king of the jungle. And God has called each of us to be kings and queens that rule with him. But so often we feel we're, we're like the little lion cub that can't do anything, that's only got a tiny little voice. And we see ourselves as small when God sees us created in his image to become bold in him. And that's the key, that he's called us to be bold as lions in him. And the thing about lions is, you know, they run together. They run in families. They run in prides. They live together in community. They don't do life on their own. They're, you know, the Proverbs could have said that we would be bold as a leopard. No, it says we would be bold as lions. They hunt in packs. They do things in packs. And the lionesses raise the young to, to grow up in this sense of community. And like many women, we raise our children to, to respect and honor and grow up in a place of family and community. See, that was God's intention, that there would be family, that family would be a place of safety and security. And, you know, God in his image is created, he's created us to radiate his glory, both parts of his his masculine and his feminine. You see, God is neither female nor male, but both. And so he's created us to be like lions that are raised in a context where both the masculine and the feminine come into play. You see, in a lion pride, um, the male lion would go off and hunt and come back and provide for the family. And together, one, they, they worked together and they complemented each other, the lion and the lioness. One wasn't lesser than the other, but they complemented and together 
they represented the heart of God, that there, there would be male and female. And you see, God has created us to be in his family together with um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in community. But then he said, I've put you now into my son, Jesus Christ. And now you're in him. You've been brought into the family of God. And so everything we need can be provided by our Father God in our lives. And it's outworked on this earth by being together in community. But so often we look at our humanity. We look at the times we're being triggered by our children at home. We look at all the overlapping roles that we have to do. You know, we have to um, keep the home. We have to keep our children occupied. We we have to do their schooling, maybe. We have to be a good cook. We have to keep everything together, you know. And so often women, I know, we just get overwhelmed and we feel we've done a bad job and we've beaten ourselves up. And we allow the fears of life, the whispers of the enemy to come in and say, you didn't do a good job today with your children. You ranted and raved at them. And that might be the case. That might be the case that we found this situation of lockdown more challenging than we realize. But God says, I have made you as bold as a lion in me. And therefore, you can come in repentance with a repentant heart and just say, I've sinned and fallen short. Will you forgive me for blowing my stack or losing my temper, whatever, and come back into the loving arms of God and know that we don't have to allow the fears and the condemnation of the enemy to stop us realizing who we are in him. And so it draws us to our next passage in 2 Corinthians 33, verse 12, that says, since we have a hope, and this is the hope in Christ, we are very bold. Do you know that boldness is the overflow of having a hope and a certainty of who we are in Christ? Do you know that boldness is an overflow that Jesus wants to give for you? You see, it's, it goes on to say in the next few verses that Moses had to put a veil over his face so that he could come into God's presence. But it says, but now we, with unveiled faces, when we turn to the Lord, it says the veil is removed. We can come boldly face to face with Jesus and the veil is re removed. And it says that where the spirit of the Lord is, it's the famous verse, there is freedom. And so we don't have to hide away in our fear, but we can come forward in the boldness of God, knowing that we can stand before God without shame, without fear of condemnation because we made mistakes in the way we've been. And we can come and say, there is freedom in your presence. And it says that we with unveiled faces, you see, there's no shame when we can come fully into the face of Jesus, knowing that our identity is secure in him, that we are in him and we are the righteous that are as bold as a lion. 
we can come to him in boldness because we know that we have taken on the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we, with our open faces, the unveiled faces, it's all about face-to-face encounters with God. And we can behold his glory and being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Don't we feel that most of the time, that some days we get it really right in our family, in our relationships, and other days we screw up and make a mess. But you know, we are being transformed. If our faces are fixed on Jesus, when we know our identity is rooted and grounded in him, then we can come to him with no shame and with open hearts, receive his love, but know that we are beholding his glory and that we are being transformed from glory to glory, from one degree to another. And it says, "From for this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that transforms us both mothers and fathers, men and women. It's the Holy Spirit that is the one that wants to come and transform our hearts. He wants to come when we know our identity is founded in his righteousness. He wants to come and change our thinking so that we don't run away from the perceived threat of invasion or terror or fear. When we don't succumb to the worldly mentalities where we don't run away feeling scared because of what the government is doing, where we don't have to fear about what the outcome, what the exit strategy is going to be like. We don't have to fear of disaster because when we begin to see that we are safe in Christ, when we are secure in him and his identity, then what happens is that the Holy Spirit causes a boldness and a transformation to take place. And just like those lionesses, those lionesses are going to watch over those cubs, her lion cubs, very, very carefully. She's going to watch for the predators. And you know how true it is for us. Are we watching for the predators of fear and anxiety and worry? Are we watching for the predators of anxious thoughts or thoughts about ourselves that are not in line with Christ? Are we we allowing the predators to come and steal some of our little ones, some of those precious things in our heart? Or are we trusting God that his, his truth is he will watch over us? He will take care of us and therefore his boldness will rise up in us and say, no, I forbid, I forbid thoughts of fear and anxiety to come to me and I send them back in the name of Jesus. You know, we have authority over our own minds, over those those thoughts that want to crowd in. We have authority over the home. We have authority over our children because we've been called by God to raise them in honor. We've been called by God and we can say we 
say no harm will come to our home. We can make declarations in the spirit where we say no sickness will touch us. And we can pray blessings on each other as we leave the home. And we can play, pray blessings on those that are working the outside of the home. And together, we can allow the boldness of God to rise up in our lives where we come and say, I want to be like a lion. I want to be bold in your kingdom. I want to begin to see myself as a king of the jungle or a queen of the jungle, not lording it over, but in a way that we're serving others. But we realize that we're with Christ in heavenly places. We're no longer struggling and at the, the mercy of the government. We're at the mercy of the CDC. We're at the mercy of this virus. No, we're children of the king. And therefore, we walk with inheritance. And we allow the Spirit of God to rise up. And we allow ourselves to pray in ways where we already know that Jesus has defeated sickness once and for all. He has paid with his blood for your sin and your sickness. And he's made you bold in his kingdom to rise up and say, I won't let sickness harm me. Calamity won't come to me. I won't be afraid of getting sick. I won't be afraid of lack. And you know, for those of you who've been struggling in this way, I just want to say today that the Holy Spirit is here. He's with you. He's for you. His word is true to you that he has created you in his image to display his glory that you are being transformed from glory to glory because you have the righteousness of Christ. You are called to think like God, to be like God, to be bold like God, to not allow the circumstances to weigh you down and not allow the enemy to speak his, li his lies to you. So if that's you, if you just need an impartation today of his strength, of his spirit, where boldness comes to you. So Holy Spirit, for every person today that's been watching, I ask that you would fill them where they're at. May your words and my words come into their hearts and minister to them. Where they felt timid and fearful and afraid, would you fill them with your boldness? Would you show them, Jesus, what you've paid for them, what you've given them, that you've given them righteousness, you've given them freedom, you've given them joy in the Holy Spirit. That even though circumstances restrict us and restrain us and our thoughts sometimes run away, that you, Jesus, have secured us in your life. And I ask, Father, that right from this moment forward that people that are watching will just begin to see your face in all its beauty, all its majesty, all its glory, that you would just fill them right now. Just invite him. Just begin to see those fiery eyes of love just speak into your hearts. Just let his love wash you. Let him wash away all the fear. You know, Perfect love drives out all fear.
and we just need another dose of his love. That tangible love where we know that we are being taken care of like those lion cubs in the pride, in the family of God. You're not alone. You're not alone in your homes. The church is alive. We're together. We're family together. But the best family is when we allow God as our father to come and lead our family. Come and lead your family. You know, maybe you've raised your children on your own. Allow God as father to come and lead your home. Allow him to father you today. And I ask Holy Spirit that you would take us in deeper to a place of trust and intimacy that we would know your ongoing love and connection, that you would give us vision for the future and hope for the future. And because we've got this hope, we are very bold. So we just release the boldness and the comfort of the Holy Spirit on every person now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you and we trust you. And we thank you that you have given us all things in Christ Jesus today. Wow, just let that sink in. Let that sink in. And may God just bless you this week.